Shulchan Archarav, we are in Simon Tavtsa the Gimel, we begin Halacha Bay section 493. We are beginning the second Halacha. In Halacha Aleph, we began learning the laws that are observed during the Omer. One of the customs of, of the Omer period is that we do not get married because we are mourning the 24,000 students of Rabbi Akiva who passed away during these days. Halacha Bay's let's say a person. A person acted rashly and married a woman during this period. He is not penalized because in getting married he has done a mitzvah. If however somebody cuts his hair, which is another, uh, one of the other customers that we don't get haircuts. Let's say somebody got a haircut during this period. He should be penalized because he violated an established custom. Halacha Gimel 3. A person who did not yet fulfill the mitzvah of fathering children. Or has no one to attend, to tend to his needs. So this individual who has not yet done the mitzvah of having children or has, who has no one to tend to his needs is permitted to get married even during the 30 days of mourning for his father or mother. For he is obligated to mourn according to our sages decree. How much more so is such a person is allowed to get married despite the mourning practice observed during these days which are a mere custom. Nonetheless, it is customary in these regions, says the Alter Rebbe, to be stringent and to refrain from doing so. When a bris circumcision is held during these days, So when there's a bris during the Omer, the principal celebrants of the circumcision, namely the moyel, that's the one who does the bris, the sandik is the person who holds the baby during the bris, and the father of the child are allowed to have their hair cut on the day before the bris, shortly before the evening, before going to the shul for the evening service. The reason that license is granted for them to get haircuts is because this day is considered as a personal festival for these individuals. Okay, now, we said they can get a uh, haircut just right before it gets dark, before going to Shul for Myriv. Why? Because since a bris is often held early in the morning, there would be no time for a haircut then. And that is why the rabbis allowed a haircut late on the preceding day. That's according to the Pachad Yitzchak. Okay, Halacha Hey. We're now going to begin a lengthy discussion about how to calculate the morning, the days of morning during the Omer. Halacha hey, five. Lamid gimel yamim, according to custom, the restrictions mentioned are observed only during the 33 days during which the students of Rabbi Akiva died. Nevertheless, there is a question as to, as to which 33 days of this 49-day period these days are. So yesh oimrim, some authorities maintain that these 30 days begin from the first day of the counting of the Eimer and end on Lagba Eimer. For on that day, in other words, the day of Lagba Eimer, the 33rd day of the Eimer, 
the last of the 24,000 students died. Now we should point out the following: even though there's there's there are opinions that say that these 33 days begin from the first day of the counting of the Omer, which occurs on the second night of Pesach or the first night of Chalamayid outside in Eretz Yisrael, nonetheless. Um, these customs of mourning are not observed during the holiday during Pesach itself, because the joy of the Yom Tov causes all mourning, even for one's close relatives, to be postponed. So even though these opinions say that they actually started dying on the first day of the Omer, since that day is on Pesach, which is a Yom Tov, we do not start mourning until after Pesach. In the continuation of the Alacha, the Atarebbe is going to explain the customs. Of why we actually increase in Simcha and rejoicing on the day of Lagba Eimer, because of the fact that the students stopped dying on that day, and why we actually don't mourn on Lagba Eimer if that was the last day they stopped dying. This concludes today's share.